Hello and welcome to another episode. Today we start with the topic, Rockstar Paywall's new GTA Online content. But Rockstar also just announced this. Introducing the Vinewood Car Club, a members only destination and the inaugural offering from the Vinewood Club. GTA Plus members on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S get access to a curated stock of vehicles to test drive, order in free mode and purchase at discounts. This almost sounds like Clix Phillips' Atomic Amnesia. Being a person who doesn't play GTA Online on PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series XS, and who doesn't have GTA Plus, I don't like this. <laughs> I doubt this is gonna be something huge and amazing or whatever, but obviously any time spent developing this could have been spent making something a substance that everyone could enjoy. Obviously every company wants to have their portion of subscription revenue and uh, stakeholders like that kind of stuff. You can say consistent month on month, this is how much we're guaranteed to get all that jazz. This is just the way the market is right now. I'm not surprised this is happening, but I can't say I love it. What sucks though, is if this does drive subscriptions, it might just inspire Rockstar to continue to increase the amount they gatekeep behind the GTA Plus membership. I'll be honest with you, for content purposes, if all this stuff was coming to PC, I would just pay for GTA Plus. It would help me enrich my content and I'd make that money back <laughs> tenfold. But it's, uh, as it's all still on consoles, it's like eh. But obviously there's gonna be a point where they could hypothetically offer so much of value that you're gonna end up paying for it. But of course, unlike things that are stupid like Twitter Blue, it is hypothetically possible for there to be enough value put into GTA Plus for the more of the play base to purchase it. But it's always gonna put a bad taste in our mouths that you, you could have just put that stuff not paywalled and given it to everyone. The paywall is just unnecessary. Streamer finds a headphone indent after shaving it for charity. So as you guys know, I wear clip-on, on-ear, open-backed headphones, and I love them. And one of the main reasons I love them is because they don't have like a headphone strap over my head. And so this clip was shared on Twitter today, where this dude is shaving his head, a live streamer. Dude, the shaver's working like a champ. Dude, I have like an indent right here. This is where my headphones go. I have a fucking headphone indent in my head? What the fuck? I always thought that was just my hair. I thought just my hair did that. So I have a question. Does this happen to everyone who wears more traditional headphones? Is that permanence? It can't be, right? Yes, I also have one. I have one. How do you guys live with it? I remember seeing Tyler One had one, but I thought it was just like, his head might be weird or something. Do you guys just wear like really, really tight headphones? Oh yeah, his, what the? These can't be real. Like, where does your brain go? Does it like leave? Like, if you wear those headphones, it's like a permanent feature of your head forever? The Tim Tam one, one is photoshopped, it's not that bad. Ah, okay. So it's just made to seem worse in the picture, okay. What I'm saying is, clip-on headphones master race, okay? Is the Apple Vision Pro VR headset worth the $3,500 splurge? I'm not actually sure that I have much to say about Apple's VR AR headset, but it does look pretty impressive after having seen the Marcus Brownlee video. The price of $3,500 makes it so like, effectively no one should buy it. <laughs> Unless you are a content creator who makes like VR, AR content or something, or you have some business use for it. Like for the average consumer, it doesn't seem like it's better enough than like a $400 headset or something. I'm sure a lot of people will buy it. When I saw the price, I was like, 
if it's good enough, I'll buy it, right? But when it was described, I was like, that sounds really cool, but I don't think I'll use it all that much. I bought my Valve Index and I set up all these things on in my room. I played it a bit and I'm like, this was fun and I never used it again. In saying this, surely at some points, the technology will be so good that it will be more convenient rather than having like three monitors here and a TV in another room and all that jazz. You will just have one headset. Like you've probably seen those images of how people have the headset on and they can move the TV backwards and forwards and be immersed in it and stuff. Like when that becomes easy to use and flexible and stuff and whatnot, like why would you have three huge TVs worth thousands of dollars and like a bunch of models when you can have one headset that serves all those purposes? That would be boring. Then you just need a room with a bed. Yeah, people have TVs and stuff almost for the like aesthetics of it. It makes the room look full. But obviously buying a TV just so it looks good on the wall is kind of dumb. Although to be fair, I did kind of do that for my bedroom. <laughs> what I mean is I can see a world where something like that could conceptually be pretty standard that people have in their house. Then you wouldn't be able to sit and watch something with your friends and family. That is true. This social experience is somewhat hampered by the uh, headset being on. In the same way that Marcus in his video pointed out how you can capture amazing videos with this headset that are like 3D sorts of things. But to do that, you have to be wearing the headset during like your family moments. <laughs> like you're wearing this bulky thing on your head, staring at your child, taking video of them. It's like, it's a bit weird. Not everyone has the 2020 vision to even put on those silly goggles. Apparently you can pay money to have lenses that are specifically designed for your eyes. It'd be costly, obviously. But I will say a person who can afford to spend $3,500 on a headset is probably in a situation where they can afford to get laser eye surgery, right? That's, that's the position I was in. But yeah, so what I'm saying is, I'm not saying this is like immediately something you should go out and buy. But what I am saying is, I do like that this can be seen as a progression in the technology to the point where in the future, this may be very accessible and very awesome. Rather than what it is right now, where from afar it's like, that's cool, but I don't want to spend the money and I don't want to go to the effort. People are entirely wrong about the wildlife in Australia. So I've talked about this before. The perception that people foreign to Australia have of Australia and its wildlife is entirely wrong. But someone posted this on the Australia subreddit yesterday. Saw a thread on Ask Sub that wanted to know where people would never visit. Quite a few people said Australia because of all the deadly animals and spiders. I thought it was widely known that those kind of stories are exaggerated or specific to the country slash bush areas. I mean, they all understand you wouldn't go swimming in a gator infested lake in Florida, but for some reason apparently all of our deadly animals can't be gotten away from. Living in suburban Melbourne, I can't even remember the last time I saw a huntsman, at least 12 months ago. So this is what a huntsman looks like, and I don't even think they're deadly? They just look kind of scary? But the last time I saw one was probably like 20 years ago. <laughs> I did actually see, for the first time in like many months, a spider downstairs, but it was like the size of my thumb and in no way threatening. I sprayed it with some spray and it, and I, I just, it died. <laughs> As I've said before, it's like the vast majority of the people who live in Australia live in five different areas, the major capital cities. And if you go there, which, which all tourists go, you will not see any animals at all because obviously animals move away from where people are. I talked before about my grandparents' holiday house, but where I showed there were some kangaroos in the backyard and stuff, and we get possums and stuff there. But that is like three hours, no, over three hours away from a major city. <laughs> and even there, no one's dying from animals there. There's no deadly animals there. It's just not a major city. 
Like, you're, you're traveling way far into the outback to get to a point where there's an animal that could potentially threaten your life. It is as weird as saying, like, I can't go to Canada, I'll get killed by a bear. As they, as they say, I can't go to Florida, I'll be killed by an alligator. It's just silly. Obviously, no humans are going to enter an area and uh, congregate en masse without getting rid of all the deadly animals. Are people actually scared of that, or is it a running gag at this point? Some people know it's a gag. It is a running gag. But as with all things, there is a portion of people who are unaware that it is a gag. My controversial take on Rockstar. So I wrote a pretty controversial tweet yesterday, as you do. I think Rockstar's continued efforts in regards to quality of life improvements for GT Online have been great, and I've yet to see any negatives resulting from them so far, nor do I predict any from the upcoming ones. It is nice to see Rockstar have some wins. For those who wrongly give me credit, I don't think anything I have said is unique, and they have more official channels for community feedback than random YouTube videos. I wouldn't be surprised though if someone did have the job of looking over videos making suggestions for the game. I wrote this, then I'm like, oh wait, they did announce that they're taking out some old vehicles and stuff, didn't they? Whoops. <laughs> okay, that's potentially bad. Removing vehicles is the worst idea ever, bro. Yeah, I, I think just having a search function where you could type in the name of the vehicle that you want would help a lot of the clutter, but... Green and blue eyes don't exist. So I don't know if this will be interesting to some people, but I don't know if I'd ever heard this before. It doesn't surprise me, but I saw this on Reddit. Today I learned there is no blue or green pigment present in the human eye. Eyes appear blue or green due to Rayleigh scattering, the same phenomenon that makes the sky appear blue. For this reason, blue eyes and green eyes can appear to change color depending on lighting. I have noticed that my eye color does change sometimes depending on lighting, like my eyes can seem gray in some contexts. This is just a, a title of a Reddit, but I did click through here to Wikipedia and I did read. It seems legit, so maybe some of you will find that interesting. My grandparents' holiday house is full of kangaroos. So I can't remember when I was given these pictures, but I have talked before about how my grandparents have a holiday house down the south coast in a place that once upon a time had like barely running water or electricity and stuff like that. Like they bought the land for like 50 bucks. Even back then, 50 bucks was basically nothing. And my grandfather built a house on top of it. And the, the entire area now is like an actual suburb with people living there and stuff. But it took a long time for that to grow out. When I was a kid, it was like basically nothing there, but um, because it's so far away from really big cities, there are a lot of native wildlife that you see. And so this is like my grandparents' backyard. So just a huge family of kangaroos just jumping up into the backyard and just chilling, drinking some water. They'll lay in people's front yards and stuff and be like, what are you going to do about it? There's steps that go down here to the water down here. It's very lovely. Koalas in the trees. I don't think you traditionally see koalas outside of like really in the outback. Get possums though. So there's an even closer picture. There's a really close picture with a kangaroo with a little joey in its pouch. And so this last thing is just when we were kids, we would play a game called Yasi and we would scribble stuff all around it. And I wrote Viper 777. I met Jesus and we didn't hit it off. <laughs> I was a seer man. I knew one day grief for Jesus. We're coming. We're in my day. You see my name, Matthew Judge, there? It's funny because we just used an eraser to get rid of the old scores, so we didn't have to get keep any new sheets of paper. I've released my oldest footage from my live streaming career. So my oldest footage from my live streaming life finally went up on the VOD channel, which was my Kingdom Hearts 1 playthrough. There was a lot of issues getting it onto YouTube because it's 24 FPS, which apparently made things very awkward in terms of skipping frames and stuff. So it's 1440p, 24 FPS, I think. Look at me go! 
saying uh, nothing. I didn't even read the text! Another potion, thanks. Yes. Well, Christina, apparently not. I'm not even sure the person who uploaded it put a lot of effort into making it sync, but whatever. Yeah, so if you're interested in seeing what my live stream was like in 2015, feel free to go look at these dice. I mean, the video. For the audio listeners, I happened to click on part of the video where some thighs were shown from a character. That's why I said, go look at these thighs. Is the Blind Saga over for real this time? After almost a year, the Blind Saga seems to be over. Seems is the keyword there, maybe something else will go wrong, but it turns out the reason why my blinds were getting stuck is because on the bottom of the blinds, there's a metal bar, right? And different metal bars go into different side channels. And I had two that were from different models. When they gave me new side channels, they didn't believe they needed to change the bars at the bottom of the blinds. But it turns out they did, because that's why they kept getting stuck so often. And so they've just changed all the bars at the bottom. And so my blinds all work now. So it's all working. It's all fine. You'll probably end up seeing them in all their glory when I eventually do my full house door. But uh, I won't be doing that until I get my door. And I get the new sliding door as well. Don't know if you can see it, but uh, see how one half of my door is glass, basically, and the other one's black. The black one is just black tape. I've taped it up so it looks fully black behind me, but I want to replace it with an actual black door. But unfortunately, people don't traditionally sell black doors because who the hell wants a black door? So I have to get like a plain wood door and then pay someone to paint it. But I'm also getting my front door in a large non-painted door or whatever and getting to get someone to paint it. So that's the next thing on my list to do. And then there's, I want to change my carpet. See how weird my carpet looks because it's so not dark compared to the walls. I want to replace this carpet with darker carpet. Just got a handful more things to do, chat, and then I will be happy. Because that's how material possessions work, right? You get the material possessions, then you get eternal happiness. That's what we're sold on. That's consumerism. Let's go. I have high cholesterol. My voice may sound a bit gruff, but that is because I haven't eaten, and a part of that is because I need to go get a blood test. My heart is feeling weird right now in a concerning kind of way. And I know last time I had a blood test, I had higher, was it cholesterol than I should? And my father is prone to having high cholesterol. So I think it runs in the family or something. And the main thing that this thing, the high cholesterol does is it makes your heart have to work harder to keep you alive or whatever. And so that additional wear and tear on your heart, da da da. Yeah, so hopefully not an issue. Need to go back to doing my runs every day. What do you mean fast heartbeats? I don't know. It's just I can feel my heart. It's nothing particularly bad. It could also just be psychosomatic or whatever. Like I'm thinking about my heart and therefore I'm feeling it or whatever. But uh, it doesn't feel good. I signed up to the Chocolate of the Month Club. So recently, I signed up to this Chocolate of the Month Club. And so I guess the business model of these things is that they source like a variety of different types of lesser known chocolates and then they give them to you. And obviously what you pay them a month is less than they're paying for the chocolate, but you're paying for that service, right? And so I got my first batch and they come in like fruity looking boxes and stuff like, and they're like, they're open, but this one's hard, hard and like inside is like, like chocolate. It, it had some wrapping on it before, but basically of the three bars that they gave me, two of them, these two are like five out of 10, they're edible. But the other one was like two out of 10, like so bad I couldn't eat it, chucked it. So thus far has not been a, uh, good investment on my part. They only had the option of either having all dark chocolate, all white chocolate, or all milk chocolate, or having a combination of the three. I only like white chocolate and milk chocolate. I can eat dark chocolate if I want to, but I'm not gonna pay for it. 
answering your most interesting questions submitted on my Discord. In regards to your Rambles podcast, will you expand your Rambles to cover a wider scope of topics in order to attract non-traditional Dark Vibe AU viewers? No. I'm not a person who doesn't like to speak on things that aren't relevant to me or that I don't already have some knowledge about. While I will look up things potentially knowing that I'm going to ramble about them, I'm not going to like jump on to Twitter and be like, oh, what's trending right now? Oh, some random thing I've never heard of. I'm going to make a video about that because it's going to be popular. I don't want to go down that road. Will I at times pick topics because I think they might do better in the algorithm? It's probably something I should start doing, but I haven't yet. I just like rambling and giving my thoughts on stuff. It's almost in a way like a diary of what's going on in my life <laughs> at any given time. And I do think one day, like, I'll, I'll look back on it and I'll be able to, uh, you'll get a snapshot of my life that I otherwise wouldn't have. Well, I want my rambles to be successful. I want them to be successful in a way that, that I like. I don't want to become a guy just throwing out 10 random commentary videos a day about anything under the sun. It's gross. On the VOD channel, there are some games that are uploaded that you don't end up finishing. Will you ever return to those games and finish them? Once I've started and stopped a game, it is very hard to then go back to that game many months later because I will have forgotten everything. And so it's not like the episode one from six months ago can just be seamlessly added to the new episode six months later because I'm not a different person exactly, but I will have a different level of experience and skill and like I'll have to like watch my old footage to try to catch myself up. It's a very awkward experience. And then when you realize that there are just hundreds of games, like there's an entire list of games that I have not played at all if I'm gonna play another game, why don't I just pick one of those new ones instead of going back to something I've already experienced at least once and likely abandoned for some reason? Like I'm sure if I went back to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, if I continued with that, I'd probably enjoy it, but there are so many other games that I wanna play that I'd, I'd rather go play those. Why do you complain about Red Dead 2 being linear and boring when GTA 5's mission structure is mostly the same? Emphasis on mostly. Red Dead Redemption 2 took the arguably bad parts of GTA 5 and double, triple, quadruple down on them. And it wasn't positive in my view. Like a lot of stuff in GTA 5, you can speed that up if you don't like it. In part because of the nature of you being in like a crowded city. There's always a car near you that you can just drive away. You can call a taxi even at the very beginning of the game just to walk wherever you want to go. In Red Dead 2, fast travel isn't available immediately and everything is slow. Everything and you have no mechanism to make it faster. The average distance that you like ride in Red Dead 2 on like the average mission is like 10 times longer than the amount you drive on any GTA 5 mission. As I say, you're right that the flaws in the two games are similar. It's just Red Dead 2 has it much, much worse. I'm sure if you're really invested in the game and the story, it doesn't seem as bad, but if you aren't that invested, it's just like, oh my God, hurry up, please. I will play the game again though. I'll, I'll come back to it. For the third time, I'll come back to it. I know before I said that I wouldn't return to some games, but like Red Dead 2 obviously is a exception. So you like it, but you just think it's slow. Red Dead 2, the gameplay on PC is much, much better than the gameplay on console, but there is just not enough gameplay and too much horseback riding, which I do not consider gameplay. Will you ever do Chaos Mod with mod packs? I have to assume that any significant mod pack applied to Chaos Mod would just cause a lot more crashes. But then again, we did do Rainbow Miser with Chaos Mod and that handled that generally pretty well. So I do have a plan eventually to use one of the visual enhancement mods for GT5 and do Chaos with that. 
and just experience the joys of having 45 FPS all the time. But I, I do think that'd be a, a good thing to do and I will eventually do that. Where can I download the Cougar mod? I don't know when we had this discussion, but me and Silver Finish, the creator of the mod, the person I paid to make the mod for me, we did discuss whether it would be made public immediately or after all the videos released. And it just seemed to make sense to wait until it was all done. And so now, just now, the fourth video has released. So I'm assuming Silver Finish is going to put it somewhere. So by now, it should be accessible. Go to Silver Finish's Discord. He'll probably give it to you. You can probably Google it by the time this comes out and rambles. You want better than chocolate? Hitting like and subscribe. Okay, it's not really, but at least it's free. I wish you all the best.